People, I've got some explaining to do. Alright, let's do this. Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Hoping the beginning uh, didn't cut off like it's cut off in past weeks. I can never tell really when to start talking now. I just press the start button, give it a second or two, and just start talking. All right, anyway, if uh, you're listening to the Frankie D Show on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Ding the bell. Uh, do whatever else you got to do. Give the thumbs up. I don't even, I say it every week. I don't even remember everything you got to do. Ding the bell. Give the thumbs up. Press the subscribe button. You got, Actually, you have to smash that subscribe button. Intercourse is necessary uh, when pressing the subscribe button. You smash it. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify, any of the other places, make sure you subscribe on those and uh, leave me a review, stuff like that. And if you want to follow the show on social media, the Instagram and Twitter is at the Frankie D Show. So all you got to do is remember the Frankie D Show and you will be able to find the show. Sound good? Whoo! Okay. And, uh, again, if you want to call in, write it in the chat. That's just how I've been doing it. It's just been easier than plugging the number throughout the uh, whole show. If you want to call in, the number is in the description. Just type in the chat uh, on YouTube. And at the end of the show, I will take some call-ins. All right? Cool. Let's get to this. Um, I started... You know, my little thing, If as long as it didn't cut off in the beginning. I said I got some explaining to do. All right, people, last week I was talking about Vanessa Hudgens, and I was saying uh, there's some rumors going around that she got a boob job. Now, I got no problems with boob jobs. You know, if boobs look good, I have no problem. It's, it's when the boob jobs look bad where you're like, ugh, you should have just kept your regular tits, girl. Uh, but in general, I have no problem so with boob jobs. Now, I didn't think it really looked like she got a boob job, honestly, Vanessa Hudgens. I looked at the picture of her on that red carpet. She had her PJs on or whatever. The top was open. Her bra was out. Her boobs looked nice. They did look nice and uh, big. But to me, I never thought she really had, like, small boobs or anything. So I just thought, all right, she's wearing a good bra. It's making her boobs look nice. Good for her. Now, I don't, if it was that day, a day after, I don't even know when. I saw another picture of her. She was walking like a runway, like a model, you know, like, you know, like Gigi, Bella Hadid, whatever, you know, the, the big models walk. And I was like, all right, maybe there is some truth to Vanessa Hudgens getting a boob job. I take a look at her in this picture and I'm like, huh, you know, I guess they do, like, the other picture, I just thought they looked nice in. They did look bigger than usual, but I just was like, all right, maybe the, you know, she's got her, you know, that that nice bra on, maybe, I don't even know, maybe the way she positioned her boobs, they just look nice and bigger. This one, though, I was like, huh, you know, they do kind of look more, I don't know, propped up like maybe a surgeon would have 
would have done it. Now, again, I'm not saying I'm not one of those people that likes to talk, uh, you know, say things, or if I don't know if they're true or not. I don't know if she got a boob job or not, but I think we got to get to the bottom of this because now I'm like, huh, maybe she did get a boob job. These, they were looking a little more, uh, you know, like they would have been done by a surgeon. So we got to get to the bottom of this. I got to keep an eye on Vanessa Hudgens' boobs. Anyone else listening right now, make sure you keep an eye on Vanessa Hudgens' boobs. And uh, tell me if you think they're fake or not. They look good either way. I don't, like I said, I don't care if they're they're real to me. I don't care if they're real or fake. They look good if uh, she got them done. And if she didn't get them done, and I don't know, they just naturally look nicer now than before, then you know what? She deserves one of these. That was me giving her a little applause here on the show. All right, we'll give her one of these. That's better. So, uh, yeah, Vanessa Hudgens, if you're listening to uh, the show right now, of course you are, you should uh, call in call in today, call in next week. I don't give a fuck. And uh, tell, us this, tell us what's going on with those boobs of yours. They're looking very nice, but I'm just curious now. I wouldn't actually really be that curious if uh, a bunch of people didn't write stories about you, like making it some scandalous thing, even though a ton of celebrities get boob jobs. Uh, I, I'm, but so it really doesn't matter. But now I'm just curious. You got a bunch of stories written about you. To me, you're like on the fence. I'm not like like you got enough. If you did get a boob job, you got enough of a boob job where it's like they're looking good, but you could still pass as them looking as real, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe a lot of people are like, no, dude, you're a fucking idiot. Those things are easily fake. I don't know. Looks good either way. All right, I just want to uh, get that out of the way because after, uh, you know, I talked about it last week and I saw these other pictures of her walking that runway, I was like, huh, you know what? Maybe I maybe I was wrong. I was pretty sure that it was just the picture and she did not get a boob job, but who knows? Possibly she did. Maybe she didn't. I have no clue. All right. <laughs> Happy October, everyone. Now that that's out of the way. Happy October. Uh, weather's feeling nice where I am on the East Coast, New Jersey. I'm liking it. It's in the 60 degrees. A lot of people, they really like that hot weather. They're, I don't know. They like going to the beach. I mean, you know, who doesn't like the beach area and stuff? But a lot of people love when it's in like the 90 degrees. I fucking hate the 90 degrees. I'm a fall kind of person. I'm not even that huge on spring because allergies suck in the spring. Fall, it goes from hot to cold rather than going from cold to hot. So, I don't know. It's easier to get used to the temperature change for me at least. I don't know. It's just a nicer time of the year for me. So, I hope you all are enjoying the fall. I know I am. I You know, the that's like the only thing though uh, that I really like about October. I mean, which is a big thing, you know, whether I get to do some more of the uh, activities outside that I like because I'm more comfortable doing them. But I find people's fascination with Halloween in October really weird. Like, I I don't know, knocking on strangers' doors for candy, I just think that's really weird. Like, aren't we supposed to be telling kids to stay away from strangers giving them candy? And that's like the one day a year. We're like, you know what? Go for it. N- nothing should happen. 
it's just a weird holiday to me. It's like, let's dress up as other people, as superheroes, whatever, and let's go get candy from strangers. I would never, like, want to go up to a stranger's door and just ask him for candy on any other day, but we make a holiday for it. I'm, you know, I don't know the statistics. I wonder how many, like... See, there are a lot of kids out that day, so I feel like... I don't know if, uh, you know, people would really take the chance, but I, I'm curious about the statistics now. How many kids are, like, abducted or stuff like that on Halloween? Because I feel like, you know, you got a lot of kids walking alone asking strangers for candy. It can't be that safe of a holiday. I always thought, like I said, I always thought it was a weird holiday. I stopped trick-or-treating by the time I was in, like, fifth or sixth grade. And I like candy, but I'm like, this is just weird. Why am I walking to these people's houses? Has has anyone ever thought of that? Am, am I the only one that's thought of that? Or are people just that obsessed with candy? They're like, no, nah, I'll take the risk. Everyone else does it. I mean, yeah, nothing, most likely nothing's going to happen to you if you're trick-or-treating. I'm curious where the idea of this holiday came up. I'm sure I learned it in the past in school or something. But it, it's just such a weird freaking holiday. I like, I don't know. I'd rather sit in my house and have people come to me and drop off candy. That'd probably be dangerous in itself. I remember there was a story years ago, actually, that there was a, a family or something giving uh, Pop Rocks away, and it was actually like cocaine or crack or something like that. So now you don't even know what you're receiving from people, you know, which is scary in itself. I don't know. The only thing I did like about uh, Halloween, though, is the hot chicks that go out on Halloween. You got a lot of chicks that like to dress slutty and sexy on Halloween. And you, you hear from a bunch of girls. They're all like, hey, that's the one day. It's kind of like the one day of the year you you're, you don't have to be afraid uh, of knocking on a stranger's door for candy. It's the one day of the year that girls feel comfortable dressing slutty. It gives them an excuse. And, hey, go for it. I mean, I saw Nikki Glaser. I like Nikki Glaser. I like her as a guest on podcasts. I got to be honest with you. She's got the Nikki Glaser podcast. Not a fan of it. But uh, I saw that she got a video version now for YouTube. So I figure, all right, I'll check out uh, the video version. See if I like it anymore since I get, I'll get i get to uh, look at her. Now, not, not feeling it. But I gave it a few minutes or I don't even know how long. I don't think it was that long. But uh, I gave it a little listen on YouTube. And she said, like, Halloween and Dancing with the Stars. She was on Dancing with the Stars. She said those are, like, the two, like, Halloween's the day. Dancing with the Stars was, like, you know, a place where she got an excuse to dress sexy and slutty and stuff. Something like that. That was, like, what she said. I forget if she used the word slutty or sexy. But I've heard slutty from a bunch of girls for Halloween. She, Nikki Glaser might have said sexy. I don't really remember. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I say, hey, ladies, feel free to dress sexy and slutty all you want. I welcome it. There is no reason where, why you have to feel that is the only day of the year that you got to dress like that. Hey, you want to make every Sunday slutty Sunday? Go for it. Saturday, slutty Saturday to go along with slutty Sunday? Hey, I'm a fan. Why not just throw Friday in there too? Get us into the weekend. Have three sexy days. Monday, we uh, relax a little bit. Put the sweatpants on. Tuesday and Wednesday, 
maybe jeans or something, nice pair of jeans. Thursday, you know, we mix it up, surprise us. Dress sexy if you want, slutty if you want, sweats if you want. I don't give a crap. Then the weekend, we're back to the sexy, slutty weekend. It's funny that that's like, yeah, I've heard it from so many chicks. You know, Halloween is the one day that we get an excuse to dress slutty. It's like, I guess, but who's stopping you from all the other days of the year? I don't have a problem. I know I don't have a problem with it. Any Anyone else listening live? I see we got some listeners. What do you think? You got a problem with uh, girls dressing sexy and slutty any other day of the year besides uh, besides uh, Halloween? I I don't think uh, people really complain. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just more open-minded than, than the average person. I think my favorite costumes for the, the sexy chicks was probably like the sexy nurses, the sexy doctor nurses. Um, I, yeah, those had to be my favorite. I remember even Angela from The Office. She had that sexy nurse or sexy doctor outfit on. I'm thinking it was a nurse, right? Um, I was never even that into Angela in The Office. I, I never thought she was like, you know, some sexy woman or anything. She was just Angela, the uptight bitch from The Office. Then... She wears that sexy nurse costume, and I'm like, holy shit, I am seeing Angela in a whole new light. Like, where did this come from? See, a sexy nurse costume will change your perception of anyone. That's what you gotta be careful for, though, on Halloween. You could have these bitchy chicks that all of a sudden get your attention, and then, oh, you know, all of a sudden you're dating this bitch, and you're like, fuck, now I'm stuck. So you got to be careful with that. But yeah, those are probably... Um, I, re- I remember seeing some chicks when in uh, college and stuff in the sexy nurse costumes. So probably the best. I like the cat ones too, you know, the sexy cats. Yeah, and see, that's the thing that chicks do. They really do feel that they have to... That they want to be, not even have to. That they want to be sexy on Halloween. Like, any costume at that point is a sexy costume. Like, no one goes as just a regular cat. They're that sexy cat. They, you know, they gotta, they want to wear as little clothes as possible, but enough to where, you know, they're not like naked or anything, but, you know, as little so they could be as sexy as possible. Hey, that part of Halloween I'm a fan of. I mean, we could just have, I don't know, costume day every year where we just throw parties and buy candy and have sexy chicks. I I wonder what girls think is the best looking costume on a guy. It's funny because I actually heard from girls that they also think, well, not nurse, but they think that a doctor costume is like the best looking costume on a guy. I don't think I'd be able to pull that one off. I got to be honest with you. I don't think I'd be able to pull a, a doctor off. And on a guy, does that mean any costume on a guy or at least a doctor costume? Do they just turn into sexy doctor just because they're wearing it? Also, is it the doctor that makes them look sexy? Like, is it the white coat, the stethoscope? Or, you know, is what is it that makes uh, them look good in the doctor costume? I'm thinking it's in their head, and they're like, oh, man, now we picture this guy making a fuck ton of money, and he looks really good to me. You know what? I might have to try this out now. Maybe this month I'll go to a Halloween party dressed as a costume. 
just as a costume. I'm a freaking idiot. <laughs> Dressed as a doctor. And uh, we'll, we'll see what girls are into me. They, they might be into it. They'll see me in that doctor's costume and they'll be like, fuck, this guy makes fucking bank. I'll be like, not really, just the costume. So, yeah. Anyway, I would say the cat costume, sexy cat costumes, of course. There's no such thing as a regular cat costume on Halloween. And uh, the sexy nurse or sexy doctor, whatever the hell, uh, costume for the... Those are the two sexiest for the chicks. If anyone else has uh, any ideas or, you know, any thoughts on their favorite costume on... uh, Well, both, men and women. I'm curious what other costumes people think look good on guys. Maybe I'll have to try one of them out. But uh, favorite costumes, type it in the chat. Go for it. Until uh, then, I'm going to go on to the next topic. Sound good, people? Cool. So I want to talk about uh, Joe Rogan again. I've brought him up on here before. It's funny, I've mentioned I don't like his content, honestly. I'm not a, uh, a big fan of his show. I got respect for his show. I just find most of the episodes boring. I mean, you know, if he gets a person that you like on there, I guess you're going to like hearing a person you like talk for three plus hours, even though I've never made it through a full episode of one of his shows. One of them, I think I made through like half an episode. So that had to be a good hour and a half. And I don't think I watched it. I know I didn't watch it in one straight hour and a half. But anyway, uh, I see he made an Instagram video about the vaccine and, it was finally something controversial for him. And when I say finally, I don't mean like, yay, I, I'm happy to see that he said something controversial. I mean, it's funny how like the media, you know, the stupid bitches from The View, you know, a, a bunch of people from all over, they try to uh, bash him for being controversial. And he's really not controversial. Kind of like the horse dewormer stuff. He, he was saying he got the medicine from a doctor. It wasn't like, the actual horse dewormer he was taking. He wasn't telling people to take it. You know, it was just his decision. And he feels, since it's been around for a long time, he wouldn't, uh, he doesn't feel like maybe in 20 years or something, he would have side effects from it where the vaccine is newer. I guess he feels a little more uncomfortable getting the vaccine because in 20 years he might be like, fuck, we, we, you know, we, this thing needs more years. So we, uh, can know what the side effects are in 20 years or something. But uh, but a lot, he, he, a lot of people, though, you know, they, they say he's all controversial and stuff, like that horse dewormer stuff. And really, they're just his opinions. He's, I don't think he's really ever trying to push people to, you know, onto his opinions. That, that's my opinion. Again, I'm not a fan of Rogan, but I don't really bash him on his opinions. I bash the content. I find his content boring. It's just not exciting for me. But that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean I bash uh, him and say, oh, he's a controversial person. You really watch his stuff. He seems actually like a pretty nice dude. He's someone I could picture being like friends with or something. Just don't think he's a good, uh, a good host, really. When you can, you know, a lot of people compare him to like Howard Stern. Howard Stern, I do think, and I did think is a, uh, you know, he, he's very easy to listen to. He pulls you into his topics and you just have to keep listening. I don't get that from Rogan. 
But that doesn't mean I'm going to uh, slander him, call him controversial, stuff like that. You got a lot of idiots out there. You know, a lot of people, they really started bashing him when he got the Spotify deal. That was really where a lot of it came from. Uh, You know, they see, oh, this guy's making a fuck ton of money now. He does have a fuck ton of listeners. Like, that really put him on the radar. It's kind of like, people, if you're going to go after him, then go after him for something legit. Don't make shit up because you're like, oh, we need content for our shows. Like, at least when I talk about him, I'm, you know, and I bash for content. I'm saying, well, I just find him boring. Um, so anyway, I'll play, I'll play the uh, video he made uh, about the vaccine. It, you know, there's a lot of people that disagree with it. A lot of people that gr- agree with it. I was looking at some of the comments on it. I don't really give a... Uh, shit either way, but I do find it, uh, pretty funny because like now the media actually does have something if they want to talk about him being controversial. I would say this is controversial. This is something that people are going to agree with or not going to disagree with. I guess me, I'm the outlier. I don't really, uh, care either way. All right, let's play this, uh, Rogan thing. The, uh, the videos on his Instagram, uh, here it is. Power. Wait, we'll, power we'll start it over. So, uh, I guess the video might go better with it if you want to check it out on Instagram. But you'll still see what the uh, music playing in the background and what he says. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, I can see how this is going to get people uh, riled up. All right, here it goes. As soon as you give politicians power, any kind of power that didn't exist previously, if they can figure out a way to force you into carrying something that lets you enter businesses or lets you do this or lets businesses open, historically, they are not going to give that power up. They find new reasons to use. I'll be back. We have to protect those freedoms at all costs, whether you agree with people's choices or not, because it is the foundation that this country was founded on. Freedom. This idea of freedom. There's so many people that think it's frivolous, it's not important, it's not the main thing that we should be focused on, but it is the literal structure that allows this country to be so fucking amazing. Every single country that's ever existed other than the United States, up until 1776, every fucking country that has ever existed was run by dictators, all of them. This is the first experiment in self-government that actually worked, and it created the greatest superpower the world's ever known. It created the greatest cultural machine, the greatest machine of art and creativity and innovation right fucking here. And how did it do that? It did it through freedom. And as soon as you see something, anything that comes along and inhibits your freedom, you should be very cautious of that thing. You should be very suspicious. Because anything that comes along that can inhibit your freedom is, by definition, anti-American. Shit. That was pretty, like, inspiring. Holy fuck. He really went into it there. And the music playing in the background, like, holy fuck. So clearly, though, you know, the people that uh, are against the vaccine, or they just want, really, I think, which is most people, just want the choice. Uh, you know, they're going to like that. The other people are obviously going to hate him and be like, nope, everyone should be vaxxed. I think his thing is, and a lot of people that just want the choices, I think there's just such a high... Uh, Right, the people that are living 
after they get it that he's like, yeah, give us the choice. It was pretty pretty uh, controversial there, Mr. Rogan. My God. you want If you didn't want people to bash you before, you're definitely going to have people bashing you now. Holy fuck. But, uh, hey, I mean, that, that should uh, bring some eyes and ears to him. I wonder, though, see, they sh- he should talk about that video. I mean, maybe he did. I don't know. Uh, he should talk about this video on his podcast and kind of like let people know, hey, I'm going to be talking about the video on my podcast. Maybe I would have tuned in and be like, all right, I want to see what now he's going to say after he's gotten some uh, backlash. I wish they would put more clips on. See, I never got into the podcast, but I would check out per- certain clips because, you know, there'd be a certain title and I'd see, it. oh, it's only like five, six minutes, whatever. And I would check it out because I would like to uh, see what he'd have to say about this. Very interesting, very controversial from uh, Rogan. I've always said when people have bashed him, I'm like, well, I'm not a fan of his, like I've already said many times here. I just find him uh, not interesting. But I definitely don't find him controversial. I've never found him controversial. I've never found him to be an asshole or anything. I've never, you know, he's always seemed like a nice guy. Just not... uh, entertaining really and I don't think that's really what he even goes for he just likes to have a conversation with people and record it so yeah for uh, those of you that haven't I mean I'm sure a lot of you have if you're a fan of Rogan has already seen that but if you want to check that video out that went along with it you know man they got all patriotic in there they got you know Mount Rushmore the American flag you know they got everything in there so if you want to check it out go to Joe Rogan's Instagram it's there. Okie dokes. I am going to take a quick uh, trivia break. I'll be back with another topic. And I should have kind of like a little guest today. Alright. So here we go. Alright. Trivia break. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. And the categories are geography, history, music, science, and animals. Alright, so the first question, the category is geography. Which of these countries has the world's largest coastline at 152,100 miles? Is it the United States, Russia, Canada, or Australia? Again, which of these countries has the world's largest coastline at 152,100 miles? Is it the United States, Russia, Canada, or Australia? Okie dokes, let's go on to the next question. The category is history. In 1975, Gerald Ford appointed which future president to be the director of the Central Intelligence Agency? Again, in 1975, Gerald Ford appointed which future president to be the director of of the Central Intelligence Agency, also known as the CIA. 
All right, next question. The category is music. Name one of the two songs by the Beatles that hit number one on the charts and only had one word in the title. Again, name one of the two songs by the Beatles that hit number one on the charts and only had one word in the title. This one's pretty easy if you think about it. Next question, the category is science. Ornithology is the study of what? Again, ornithology is the study of what? No one's going to know that one. And the last question, the category is animals. What is the name of the ferocious fish shaped like a torpedo, which is found in warm seas and is closely related to the sea perch? Again, what is the name of the ferocious fish shaped like a torpedo, which is found in warm seas and is closely related to the sea perch? I feel like no one's going to know this right now, just like thinking about it. And then when I say the answer, they're going to be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Only because uh, of shaped like a torpedo. All right, let's go through the answers now. So the first one was which of these countries has the world's largest coastline at 152,100 miles? Is it the United States, Russia, Canada, or Australia? And the answer is Canada. The next question was, in 1975, Gerald Ford appointed which future president to be the director of the CIA? And the answer is George Bush. Next question was, name one of the two songs by the Beatles that hit number one on the charts and only had one word in the title. The answer could be either help or yesterday. And the next question was, ornithology is the study of what? The answer to that is birds. And the last question was, what is the name of the ferocious fish shaped like a torpedo, which is found in warm seas and is closely related to the sea perch. And the answer to that is Barracuda. Alright, that's all the questions I have for this week. These questions looked very familiar to me. I mean, I have looked at them before. If I redid them, I'm very sorry. I don't th- I don't think I did because I, I think all my questions are going in order. But if I happen to mess up one week, I am very sorry, people. I guess if I did do them another week, these should be pretty easy for you then. But anyway, that is all the trivia for now. So, it is time to get back to the show. What's up, people? I am back now. Okay. So, sorry if that cut off again. I I don't know what the hell goes on with this. It only cut off by like a millisecond. So, sorry about that. Okay. Time to get on to a uh, quick topic before I bring a a guest on. So, I'm... uh, I said before, I'm, uh, you know, I'm on the East Coast, New Jersey, Jersey Shore, a lot of people know of with Snooky and all them. But anyway, uh, there's a, um, a radio station, 1450 WCTC. It was a, it's an AM radio station, one that uh, I had interned at. And it switched from a local talk radio station to a Fox Sports radio station. So I know for a lot of people that you probably don't give a shit, right? If you know, it's like, well, the radio station's not in my, not in my state, so why should I care? I, I guess I just, uh, you know, 
have some questions for everyone out there. So first, I think it's kind of sad. It was, you know, once kind of a staple of New Jersey. Even even though it only gets like a small portion of it, it was kind of a staple. And I mean, AM radio is kind of dying now. I I think we all know that. I mean, a lot of people say FM radio is dying too. They still have a butt ton of potential, but I guess FCC, the FCC and program directors and I don't know. Everything is kind of really just heard terrestrial radio. It's kind of sad. Um, I try to stand up for when I can, but I don't know. You see things happen and you're like, how can I even stand up for that? I didn't know that this station actually, they recently got an FM trans, uh, translator. So, um, I don't know. I think that could have been big for the station. They really honestly might've had a chance at making the station bigger now that it was, you know, that now that it had an FM uh, translator, people might've been more inclined to listen to it. It would have sounded better. I don't know. I think they're really uh, destroying the station with what they did. I, you know, now they got no local personalities. I don't know. I could have fixed the station. Could have hired me. I would have loved to fix that station. Would have loved to see some ratings coming in again. Again, AM's kind of hard to to get a butt ton of listeners. I'll be honest with that. Why would people want to listen to um just a radio show on AM radio when it doesn't sound that good on there? FM radio sounds better. Obviously, digital sounds good. You know, if they listen on their phones and stuff. But now they do have the FM translator, and I, you know, what they what a lot of terrestrial stations are kind of just starting to do, and they're extraordinarily late to the game. They have to learn to complement terrestrial radio with the digital era, and they honestly, I do think that it's very possible to do that and to make some of these radio shows really big. The only radio show, and I don't even get this in Jersey. I'm just a radio fan, so I know of the guy. The only radio show uh, in terms of music radio that's popular is the Bobby Bone Show, and he sucks. He's on country radio. Then there's, uh, you know, talk people. Stone. This was a talk station. Now, now it's a sports station. I really do think, though, in that area, people really would like local hosts, and Talk radio in Jersey, the most popular station in New Jersey is a talk radio station. So I really do think uh, that station being in New Jersey could have actually, now that they're on FM, and if they would have used the digital world to go along with it, like podcasting and YouTube and stuff like that, it really could have uh, gotten up in there in the ratings. I truly believe, at least if they put me on there, I could have helped that station out. I would have... Love to, like I said, I've I wanted to be a radio host. I'm podcasting really for fun because you know I wanted to be a radio host. I also interned at uh, Sirius XM. I've interned for FM stations, AM stations, satellite radio. Radio is like, I guess where my heart's at. But I don't know. Game's just completely different than it once was. I guess. I'm curious what happened to some of the hosts on that. Uh, AM station, though. Like, did they get fired? I think I saw an article, and it said none of the people got fired from there. But, uh, I mean, they're not on the sports station. They weren't sports people, so I'm curious what happened. Um, There was a quick article. I want to... Let's see if I can get it real fast. All right, here it is. We'll see what they say. 
says uh, Beasley Media has flipped 1450 WCTC slash 93.5 New Brunswick, New Jersey from new slash talk to sports. And really wasn't even new slash talk. It was talk. I, I mean, I guess they had some syndicated shows that were like political. So I guess they would have been considered like news, but it, it was a talk station. The local people that did have shows on there, it, it was talk. Um, CTC will air the national Fox sports radio programming lineup while continuing to carry Rutgers university football and basketball and Somerset Patriots baseball. The flip comes weeks after CTC launched its new FM translator in August. Beasley states that all full-time WCTC employees will remain with the station. Okay. I don't really know what it means by that. Cause I don't think that, I think there's only one local host on there. If you guys want to check him out. Uh, I think his name is Tommy G. I don't really know how his show is. Old timer probably won't be most of your guys' tastes, but honestly, I don't even know if he still has a show, so maybe you won't be able to check him out. Uh, so let's see here. They're showing the uh, the schedule the schedule of all these sports shows. I see Cavino and Rich on there. They had gotten let go from uh. Sirius X, or not like go. They didn't get renewed to keep doing their Sirius XM radio show. This says 1450 WCTC is a heritage radio station serving central New Jersey for 75 years, said Beasley Media Group Senior Vice President and Regional Market Manager Dan Finn. In 1947, WCTC began airing Rutgers football, and this has continued to this day. In addition, 21 years ago, we started airing the Somerset Patriots baseball franchise, which is now an AA New York Yankees affiliate. It really made sense to dedicate the rest of our programming to sports and Fox Sports Radio is the best uh, sports programming out there. It really didn't. You guys are dumbasses and probably thought it would. it's going to make you guys more money. I, I, you guys got an FM translate. You should have tried the talk thing. See, and the problem is with uh, terrestrial radio, they got to learn to bring some younger people in. They can't just keep bringing older people and they got to learn to like, we, you got to make good content. Content is what people want to hear. They don't just want to hear some random ass people on the radio and especially a small station like that. I really don't think it's going to work out well for them. You know, you get some bigger stations that get a long distance. All right. A syndicated show might work better. You get a small station. I think people really only want to hear local people from there. I still listen to local radio. I don't know why a lot of content isn't good on it, but I listen to quite a bit of it. And what makes it good is that it's live and local. I mean, that's what makes it enticing to listen to. It's just something different. I don't know. In addition, 1450 WCTC just began simulcasting on 93.5 FM, expanding our coverage area. It's very it's a very exciting time for WCTC, especially during our 75th anniversary. I really wish they they would have tried once they got that FM translator, just tried to uh, do talk radio on there, be a little more open with it, be like, all right, well, bring in a younger person like Frankie D, let him do his thing. I'll, I you know I'm I'm very into like you know classic right you know people that listen to ctc i could probably get some i could probably get them to stay there on the am side i bring new listeners to the fm side we would get uh the digital side going it would be very i it would definitely i could guarantee you we would probably be it would probably i would have made it the number one station in new jersey could have guaranteed you that they didn't want to go for that 
Talk station, easy. Easy fucking money. And I know, I know I just cursed and I wouldn't have been able to on radio. You don't have to curse on radio in order to make good content. So anyway, I bring this up really because I, I just wanted to know. I you know I wanted to uh, get other people's thoughts. I know we got some people here, like I said, listening live. Or, you know, even if you're not listening live, write it in a, a comment or something on Apple Podcast. I don't know. Write somewhere. I want to know what people think, or go to the YouTube video afterwards and comment on it. I want to know what people think is uh, the future of radio. I want to know what state they think uh, radio's in right now. You see that uh, station's making stupid decisions like this, and you're like, what are you dumbasses doing? I honestly think they really want to see radio fail. They're just trying to... They're just trying to, like, get a paycheck right now, and they really just don't care. It's kind of sad. A lot of these big uh, companies have really ruined a lot of radio. So, uh, you know, I'd like to uh, fight the system. I guess you'd say fight. I'd like to fight it from the inside. You know, I'd like to see what it's like on the inside having a radio show. Maybe it wouldn't be for me with all the new rules and regulations, but maybe... Maybe you can also fix it. I think it's very possible to fix. I think being a free medium, being live, and then also having the digital era to help it put it into podcast stuff like that, there's no reason why it shouldn't be more popular. But instead, it's less popular right now than it's been in probably ever. I don't know. I know a butt-ton of people still listen to it, but a butt-ton of people also don't know, and I don't think younger people are listening to it. So I just find that sad. I, I am honestly thinking about making an online radio station. I would still put the episodes of the Frankie D show on YouTube and the podcast and probably do it live on the radio station just to do a radio sh- station and a radio show the way I would want to do it. So many podcasts out there these days where it's literally just kind of talk. And when you're done talking, you're done talking. That's just kind of it. Radio has got a little bit of a different format. I know a lot of people compare podcasts to radio, but they got a little bit of a different format. I'm curious what the uh, future of internet radio is. It's not that popular, I feel, but I think there's a lot of potential with that too. So, I don't know. Who knows? All right, I've got, I'm going to give uh, my friend a call now. I figure uh, I've caught Theo Vaughn so many weeks, we'll give my actual friend a call and talk with him for 10, 20 minutes or something. Let's see. Oh, crap. I forgot. I got to set this thing up. One second. All right. I think it should work now. Cool. And his name is Greg. If you guys looked at some of the old uh, YouTube videos there, he, I think, might even be the first one, maybe. I play the Who Would You Rather game or Would You Rather or something like that with him with, and he uh, picked Margot Robbie. Over uh, a Ferrari, maybe? I forget now. All right, we'll give him a call. Well, Greg, you're on the Frankie D Show. Oh, boy. How's it going, Frank? I'm all right, Greg. I was just uh, talking about how you were, I think you're like the first video, I think, I don't even remember, on the YouTube channel. So I, I was saying uh, to my audience here, I was like, uh, you guys might remember him if you check back at the YouTube channel. I think he's the first one. You picked Margot Robbie, I think over a Ferrari. 
Well, yeah. I think I I think that was the car you picked her. I uh, picked her over. Oh yeah, I, I still stick by that decision. Good, you should. I was just talking about uh, <clears throat> before you came on the state of radio because one of the stations I um, interned for. You know, I interned for AM, FM, and satellite radio, and mm-hmm. the AM station. Uh, they recently, literally, it looks like it was, at least the article just came out a few days ago, switched from a local talk station. And I, they actually, they could have made some moves, honestly. I didn't realize that they started up a, they have an, an FM translator now. So it's not just AM radio, it was also playing on FM radio. And they were a talk station. So they really, I feel, could have made some moves with that because the number one station in New Jersey is a local talk station. They could have gotten me on there, Frankie D. They could have gotten the Frankie D mm-hmm. show on there. I could have killed that state, the number one uh, station in New Jersey. The ratings would have been through the freaking roofs there. <laughs> yeah, but, I have no doubt. I would have. I I mean, I, I know I listen to the hosts on the other station, and yeah. I people are tired of of them. They need some younger people in radio these days. AM radio is very hard to fix. I because of just the way it sounds. FM radio though still has a chance. And now that the digital era is here with podcasts and YouTube and everything, easily ways that you could get that's uh, at the FM station more popular easily, no doubt in my mind. And then for the local audiences just listening on FM. Or possibly I am. Um, yeah, easy to I think you know I'm very you know I'm a Jersey guy. Very easy for me to uh, build upon a New Jersey audience. But now they switched I, to a Fox Sports radio station, so they flopped uh, formats. So now all the shows are just syndicated Fox Sports shows. I thought they just smashed a bunch of. Uh radio channels together is what you're saying so i i the way it works now it's have you ever well you're a sports fan have you ever heard of the dan patrick show or the herd with colin coward yeah i've listened to both of them yeah so they're on fox sports radio which i think you know they play on different radio stations throughout the country i think they're on, they they have a fox sports Sirius xm channel so they just took all the programs that were on uh, the radio station took them off. I don't know if Fox bought the station or if what exactly happened, but now it's literally called like Fox Sports of New Jersey, and all the st- all the shows are just the Fox Sports syndicated shows. So like the Dan Patrick shows on there, the Herd with Colin Coward. I'm reading some of the shows off uh, right now. I'm looking at the um the list here. So they grouped a bunch of different uh, radio channels together, pretty much. I, I mean, I think Fox, I think they have their own lineup and now the station in New Jersey is just playing their lineup. Well, that's good for Fox. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who exactly it's good for. I mean, I guess cause that, yes, it's more coverage, you know, then more people get to hear them. I don't think it's good though. I, I'm, I'm curious what is exactly is happening with money. If like, did, are they paying CTC to play their stuff? I, I'm thinking that's what's happening, and that's why they did this. Uh, but the thing is, they don't get a lot of coverage, this AM station. I don't know how far uh, the FM station will get, how many counties or towns in Jersey it'll get. But I don't know. I think when you have a station that doesn't reach that many people, 
they would rather listen to live local people, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I mean, when I did college radio, if people heard me in their in their car, I think they, they would be more inclined to listen because it's such a small station rather than if they heard someone from, you know, Fox on there because you could get Fox sports channels on a bunch of different channels on YouTube on here and there. You know, if it's like a big New York station, that's a little different. They get a lot more coverage, but you get little dinky radio stations. I feel those people like live local people. Yeah, I mean, people, I guess people are interested in stuff that's a little bit more unique and like not, you know, as uh, available, I guess you could say. Depends on the person and the preferences. Yeah. I don't know. I think they should have given it once they got this. I could have, I guess, understood it with just the AM side. And even that, I think they should have tried getting some younger people in maybe and tr- tried complimenting the AM radio with, with uh, the digital era. But especially once they got the FM sta- station there also. So it's playing on both AM and FM. And then, like I just said, with the, the digital era, I think they should have tried getting some... Uh, younger people and really tried giving the talk radio a go because you know, AM radio is pretty much like dead. So it's kind of like now you do have FM, you have the digital. I honestly do think if they would have given it a go, especially if they got me, the ratings, <laughs> the ratings would have gone up. I could guarantee it. Hey, you gotta send out some emails. See if you can, you know, knock, knock down some doors. If I, if I would have known, I, I would have tried. I mean, now they're already Fox Sports. It's upsetting. It's, it's sad. This, the station used to actually be a staple of uh, New Jersey. They used to have a very popular host on there when uh, that my grandparents listened to, Jack Ellery. He died, I think, this past year or last year. Uh, it was like a staple of New Jersey. Now it's, it's, it's not even like a station anymore. It's just a Fox radio station now, Fox Sports. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, radio at this point, like, I feel like radio is not as popular as it used to be anymore because people listen to podcasts now. They may just, like, you know, just do Spotify in the car. So, I don't know. I guess they're like, well, there's no need to have so many different stations. I'm just going to, you know, group these together. So, at least, like, we don't got to target so so wide of an audience. At least it's all, like, channel into one thing. And we can, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, radio in the car, technically it's still listened to more than any other medium like radio in just in the car. I'm not saying inside the house or anything. It's still, it's still number one. Like it's way more listened to than podcasts. Uh, it's even more, it's more listened to than satellite radio. It still is number one. I don't know. They're just not evolving the correct way. No. Yeah. I think they should, uh, they got to divvy up radio a little bit. Like, I mean, uh, at least for me, like radio, just like I like listening to people sometimes. Like I feel like I'd rather listen to like a radio show in the morning because I like to listen to people talk in the morning mm-hmm. versus like listening to like music. Uh-huh. This is how I work. But I mean, if they can like divvy it up a little bit to make it, you know, more intriguing in a way. I mean, that definitely can't hurt them. Yeah, I was just saying before you came on. I had told you this in the past, and I've actually like more kind of seriously started looking into it uh, lately. Um, it's a little pricey, but in the next year, I might go, I might do it. I uh, making one of those online radio stations. I feel they're not that, you know, I know they're not that popular, but uh, 
they're, they're really cool, honestly. I've been looking more into it lately, and I'm like, well, maybe I'll just do this. I'll make my own radio station, and I'll do it the way I want to do it. And uh, the Frankie D show, I'll be doing live on there, but I'll still put it on, you know, Spotify, YouTube, and all the other places because, you know, that's just, you know, so people can listen to it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's these uh, internet radio stations. I feel they have a lot of potential. And uh, oh, yeah. no one really wants to do, do them. I think it's because of they're kind of pricey podcasts. If you just want to do a podcast, it's kind of cheap. Uh, a little more expensive to do an online radio station, but I don't know. I think it could be really cool. Yeah, I mean, definitely seems like, seems like something you should at least give a go. Like, try it out. See how you like it. Yeah, and I mean, I'm looking into some places where, you know, if I want to play music on there, they they take care of the copyright licenses. I mean, again, that just costs a little more money, but hey, if you're going to go for it, you go for it, you know. Oh, yeah, bring bring back the music. Bring back the hard rock. <laughs> Classic rock I played. <laughs> but yeah, for my, oh, my, my, listen, me. my listeners listening now, uh, I mean, I guess you would know this, my listeners right now, because I have the other YouTube videos on there. But yeah, I used to play music on there, so I would do uh, talk break, talk for 10, 15 minutes, however long I wanted to. I'd play some music, play some more. I don't know, it was kind of like a hangout session in a way, rather than me just talking for an hour straight. Yes, and you would play a lot of classic rock. Yeah, that was I would play classic rock, I'd take call-ins, it's a fun time. I don't know, maybe I'll make uh, internet radio popular. Hey, if anyone can do it, Frank, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So how you been liking the weather, Greg? I've really liked that it's gotten uh, nicer. I mean, you know, it's around us. It's in like the 60 degrees right now. I love when it's in like the 60 degrees. No, yeah, I was talking to my neighbor about it, actually. Literally, once we had like this, the hurricane around our area in, Bridge, in Bridgewater, New Jersey, I was like, massive hurricane, and the next three weeks, it's like six degrees every day. So, like, it's been nice ever since the hurricane, which I guess, like, they always say, like, the calm after the storm, but, yeah, I guess kind of literally what it's been. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it's been uh, very nice. I've uh, definitely been liking the, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I need to get rid of this here. I'm looking at all these show on the Fox Sports things. I don't even know who half these people are, but, but, um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I've been liking the weather a lot more. It's been getting me. I, I, I hate, honestly, the suit uh, when it's like 90 degrees out. Yeah, it's too hot. I mean, it, 70 degrees, is like, it's like what do you put your the AC on when you're in the house? It's like com- comfortable weather, you know? Like you can like sit in it, not, not too hot, not too cold. It's like you're relaxed, you know? You're not sweating like after 10 minutes, you know? The sun's not, you know, killing you. It's, yeah. you know, like I said, comfortable weather. What's your favorite costume to see a, uh, a chicken on Halloween? I was talking about this before. I I mean, I I, I can't. Nothing's coming off the top of my head. I mean, maybe a nurse. That's that. That's great. You will not even guess what I said. For my favorite, I said my favorite is a sexy nurse, and I you know I said every costume for a chick is sexy on Halloween. Like they don't go. I said my second one would be a cat, and it's not like a chick just goes as a regular nurse or they go as. Or they go as a, a cat. They go as a sexy nurse or a sexy cat. They wear as little clothes yeah. as possible. Like, you've seen those nurses around, uh, you know, the hospitals or even college. They, you know, wearing the scrubs. They don't wear those. They, You know, that you can see their bellies. You know, they're looking sexy 
in their nurse costumes. Mm-hmm. It's the same with the cats. You know, these cat, these chicks in the sexy cat costumes, they're, they, you know, they're not innocent or anything. They're all, you know, promiscuous and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a nurse is a very stereotypical answer. Like, I feel like if you had a survey, like, that's usually what comes on top of people's heads. I mean, it's, it's not a bad answer, but yeah. You going out for Halloween this year? Am I going out? Yeah, you, you going somewhere? That's what we did last year. Uh, Maybe. I mean, I, I was trying to get some people uh, listening live right now telling me what uh, I should go as. What what would the oh, yeah, that's, be yeah, into? That's always a... Uh, yeah, that's always a dilemma to figure out. I was like, I heard chicks like, which is funny, d- chicks think uh, guys look good in uh, doctor's costumes. And I was like, I don't know if they actually think they look good in them or if they just imagine in their head those guys make a lot of money. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, they just, you this know. Is, uh, this is inspired from Anchorman. I watched Anchorman like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if that was Brick from Anchorman, I feel like that would be a nice costume. Go for it. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of hard to put together. I mean, it's not like it's just it's like a suit and tux, and then you gotta like you know take glasses or something. It's kind of hard to pull off unless like someone's like a big fan of Anchorman. They're not really gonna know who you are. They'll be like, oh, this guy just dressed up as like a lawyer or something. But I don't know. It it, it may be something that I you know we'll, we'll give it a shot at. I was saying before that uh, you could have a like a really bitchy chick, and once she puts that sexy. Uh, Nurse costume on, completely different chick. I said in in the office, that was like the first time I really saw that. Angela, who I never thought was a good-looking chick, really. I thought she just seemed like the stuck-up bitch of the office. All of a sudden, she puts a freaking nurse, sexy nurse costume on. I was like, holy shit, when did she get so sexy? (laughs) I mean, yeah, I I know what you're talking about. I mean, yeah, I I haven't seen the episodes, so I can't really, you know, work Uh, with you here. But, uh, I I, I mean, I, I know... Well, I'm a big fan of Pam, so there you go. We can talk about Pam. She was wearing a cat costume, but hers, her, she might be the only chick in history that wore just a regular cat costume. It wasn't a sexy cat. Yeah, well, they, they said, like, I mean, uh, Jenna Fisher, actually, like, they, they interviewed her, and, like, she was kind of, like, on a fitness magazine. And was, like, obviously, she's in great shape, and they're like, well, why don't you, like, uh... Like, when she's Pam in the office, like, she's always covered up and stuff. Like, she's very, you know, that's like kind of like how they make her character. She's like, yeah, I, I kind of hope, like, they make Pam, like, a more revealing character. Like, I kind of want like, to wear some other things, but they always, like, cover me up. Oh, so that wow. was, uh, what dicks. Yeah. She, she, wanted, she wanted to, you know, I guess, get a little more, uh, she wanted the, the slutty cat costume, but they gave her the normal cat costume, I guess you could say. If I would have known, I would have boycotted the show years ago. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right? What? Assholes. I mean, because if you look at the roles like she's taken in like the past, like she has like a couple of films that she's in that you know she's not. You know, she's a kind of out there character. Yeah, I don't think I've really seen her in much else. I've only seen her in The Office, and I've seen her in uh, one episode of that '70s show. Yeah, she there is. She's in some movie with Will Ferrell. It's not coming to me. I think Bleed the Glory. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't Maybe know if I've seen it. Could be wrong. It's it's I, I, when he when he goes ice skating with a uh, I forget who. Oh, Blades of Glory. I didn't. Okay, I guess I didn't understand what you said. Yes, I saw her in that. Yeah, Blades of Glory. Yes, no, I like that movie. Yeah, she, I'm pretty sure she's a prostitute or something in that film. <laughs> I don't think she is. 
She's something like that. I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking I, of this one scene. I think she plays the bad guy's uh, sister, and I forget what they try to have her do to make him wreck his uh, skating game. Oh, well. I haven't seen that movie in, like, forever, so. Yeah, I haven't either. It was, like, a one-and-done kind of movie. Nothing that, you know, not worth rewatching, but, yeah. She was was in that. Yes, she was in that. That I am aware of. That I am aware of. All right, Greg, well, before I let you go, anything else you want to say to me? (laughs) So, are you, uh... Well, I know you're a big Tom Brady fan. This is, I'm watching like TVs right next to me and just came up. Did you hear that Tom Brady is facing the Patriots again for the first time after all this, you know, after all these years? He's, Did you know that? I mean, when, when for my audience listening, when he says I'm a big Tom Brady fan, I don't watch sports or football or anything. I just like how he pisses everyone off. Everyone says he sucks at football and then he ends up always winning. Um... Wait, so he's facing the Patriots again? Yeah, so he he's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now, and he's facing his old team for the first time in like what a little bit over a year. Has he and only... he's with the, he's with the Patriots for like a decade, I think, or something like that. Oh, uh, so he, last year was his first season on the other team, right? Yeah, and then they won the Super Bowl, and then now he's playing the Patriots for the first time since he left them. So he's never he he didn't play them last year at all. No, they didn't come up uh, on each other's schedule. Who do you think's gonna win? Oh, the uh, I mean the Buccaneers, obviously. The Patriots are very bad right now. I mean, yeah, they're yeah they're very bad right now. Not as bad as the Jets, but they're still very bad. Bummer. Yeah, I mean, I'll find it funny when he when they. Well, I don't know if they, if, they, if he's expected to win. I won't find it as funny if when he wins. Yeah, the big thing is it's the feud between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. So, like, they're going to be meeting for the first time. So that's, like, you know, that's where all the hype, I guess you can say, is coming from. Well, they left on good terms, right? It's not like, right, Bill Belichick uh, wasn't pissed? I, I don't think so. I mean, they kind of just left. I don't think there was good terms or bad terms. It just, you know, it's kind of just went apart. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's definitely something to... Look up on, I'm sure, I mean, if you're interested, I'm sure there'll be plenty of articles that, you know, drama and crap about it. I will uh, have to give it a look, even though I probably won't. I don't care too much about sports. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah, I I believe you. Oh, man. All righty, Greg, I appreciate you coming on. It was a good way to, uh, I've been calling Theo Vaughn the last, I don't even know, month or two. You know Theo Vaughn? You probably don't. Theo who? Theo Vaughn. No. He's a stand-up comedian. Um, he has a, a phone line for his podcast, and I've been calling it on here uh, at the end of the shows. But I've been doing it for a couple months now, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to actually call someone real. now. I mean, he is real, but I'm going to call someone that I'll actually pick up. I've just been leaving him messages about poor girl. Who knows? Maybe today's the day. But uh, sounds interesting, Frank. Yeah, so I figured uh, we'd have you on. See what uh, you thought about stuff going on, like I said, with the radio and uh, the Halloween costumes, and then you just told me about some Tom Brady stuff. So it's been a good conversation, Greg. 
Yep. Thanks for having me on, Frank. No problemo. I will catch you around, my friend. All right. Catch you. Peace. All right, everyone. That was my friend, Greg. Good people. All right. I'm going to end the show now. Hope you guys all uh, enjoyed that. So, again, if anyone wants to call in, I'll take a look at the chat now, but I'll start plugging the show. So, again, if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Ding the bell. Uh, give it a thumbs up, all that good stuff. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, wherever the hell you are listening. And uh, if you want to follow the show on social media, at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. That's it for this week. Fun times, people. I will be back next week. If you want to listen live uh, on Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And these episodes go up on Tuesdays when I put them on like Apple and everything. All right. I'll catch you all around. Peace.